Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Any of them savvy English? Like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. I can see things no one else can see. I'm not saying that I've been everywhere and I've done everything. It's all in the reflexes. Welcome to It's All in the Reflexes podcast all about the greatest movie ever made, John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. I'm Luke, that's all you really need to know about me, but I'm a super fan of this movie and that's why I started a fan page on Instagram at Bigger Trouble in Little China. Also go to patreon.com forward slash bigger trouble or follow the link in the description of this episode or go to Instagram and follow the link in my bio at Bigger Trouble in Little China. So let's get started and welcome to it's all in the reflexes. Well, you just stare that big sucker right back in the eye and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir, the check is in the mail. Six demon bag. Jack, Wang, Egg Chan, and Chang Sing have gone through the bog of the dead trees and found their way into Lopan's fortress uh, lair, and are going to rescue Mao Ying and Gracie Law. They managed to find the um, the provisions room, the, uh, the emergency provisions room, which is fish, and they have just seen the spirit path warriors walk past them. Egg has told them about the flask, and Jack has just asked, asked Egg what is in the flask. So we now cut to where we're behind. Must be Gracie Law's head as she's going down the escalator through the, the big skull's head. So we don't know where we are. We're just behind them. It's all dark. And then we come out into the light. And then we cut to a front in front of them. And we see that there's a large skull with these really long sort of vampire teeth. And um, there is a, a doorway out of its mouth. And out of its mouth is this escalator. And Lightning is standing in front. And then there's Mao Ying and Gracie Law, which we can't quite see yet, but they are behind him. So and then we cut to Gerald Okamura and Ao Li Long at the front of the Wing Kong. Hatchet men, they are, the, they are there watching them come down. And Gerard now has these really cool axes which it looks really good. Um, so then Lightning, Mao Ying and Gracie walk through the Wing Kong. They kind of part and they walk towards sort of a stage near where they're going to get married. And then we cut back to the corridor with the, stats, with the statues, the, um, the spirit path warrior statues, or sometimes they're called the door guards. And we come back to Jack and the rest of them. They're just walking along. And then in, into shock, from behind comes this floating creature, so this ball. And then we see Egg turns and can hear it come behind them. And we see the Guardian, the Eye Monster. Egg says to him, I am the past come back to haunt you, Lopan. Guardian just smiles. Jack wants to know what it is. My God. No, please. What is that? Don't tell me. Egg tells him that it's a Guardian. What it sees, Lopan knows. So basically, it's like a living drone, almost, that floats around, and what it sees and hears, 
Lopan knows, and um, it's called the Guardian. Um, I'd always called it the creature, uh, the eye creature, eye monster. This model cost over a hundred thousand dollars. So when when this was made, that was a lot. Was still a lot of money, but it was a lot of money back then, and it was really expensive because it had so many points of animation, all those eyeballs, um, things. It was made in two parts, so you had the front and you had the back. So you, because they had to control what those eyeballs, eyeballs on the front was all these sort of um, poles and trans transistors. I don't know what they did, but that that was all coming out the back of him. So this is from the script. It was described as a leathery sphere dotted with eyeballs flies into the foreground, apparently breathing, definitely following. Jack and the guys waits. The column turns around, causing everyone to turn around and see the flying eye behind them. It stops elephant hide and dozens of blinking eyes. We then cut back to Lopan. He's in a um, he's holding his hand up to his head, and he's in a different costume. And he he's get that's how he gets his visions or something from the 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 guardian. He has to put his hand to his head, one hand. Um, but beside him, he's being dressed by these two old men. He's getting ready for his wedding, so he's getting dressed into his wedding outfit. And I'm not gonna, I don't want to pick holes in this movie because it's fantastic. But it's, it's, there are some bits you go, how does that work? How does he, how does he need to get dressed? Because he's kind of has, he can't touch anything. But sometimes, but sometimes he can. He has no flesh, but he can't get dressed and he can't sit in chairs. Anyway, so he has these two old men that come out of nowhere and they they are dressing him. So uh, Lopan is telling somebody, we don't know who he's talking to yet, but they have returned and this time they are not alone. Egg Chan is with, with them. We now cut and we see Rain and Thunder is there in the room as well, in front of Lopan, watching him get dressed. And Lopan says, Little bastard sorcerer has brought them through the bog of the dead trees. So that's how we find out the name of the, the catacombs that are underneath some, uh, Chinatown. Um, this really shocks the storms. Both rain and thunder kind of look shocked by this. And now Lopan puts both hands up to the side of his head. So this is how he can talk through the Guardian. So Egg Chan, you have come a long ways to find me, but it's too late. There are two girls with green eyes and I will marry them both. Then I will sacrifice Gracie Law to appease my emperor and live out my earthly pleasures with Mao Ying. He then does a really big laugh. That's right, Egg Chan, the best of two worlds. Jack's had enough of this, steps forward and just shoots the Guardian. This really shocks Ed. I, I was watching very closely and this, um, Ed closes his eyes and puts his hands up to his ears as Jack fires. The Guardian flies away and everyone just looks at Jack. Never known to try and then get out of here. So I've always found this a bit strange because Lopan kind of just dismisses Gracie Law straight away. And I find it a little bit unfair. I know Mel Ging is very beautiful, but so is Gracie Law. But it's like, yeah, I'm going to kill Gracie Law and just uh, to appease my emperor and live out my earthly pleasures with Mel Ying. Um, so kind of bragging to Egg Chan. And we also get here to know that Lopan and Egg Chan know each other. And we never 
get enough information about this in the film about how they know each other when did they fought before i always like i've been given a lot of thought and i always think that it must have been a long time ago like when egg chan was probably a young man a young chang sing and he's now been just been waiting and i really do believe that that is a story that could be told you know you could and we we kind of know the ending already we know he doesn't defeat lopan but there are other ways that you he could have maybe he couldn't kill lopan last time but maybe lopan did have another, another woman that he was trying to marry uh, maybe even Egg Chan's wife or something and you know they had fought before I think there is still a really good don't do a remake obviously unless you know my views on remaking Big Trouble in Little China but maybe there is an idea for a prequel and that would be pretty cool and I love how Jack just like everyone's kind of mesmerized it's, it's true it's like you never know until you try and you're just going to shoot it they walk off and they find themselves back in that room with the golden statues where Jack and Wang were in with the wheelchairs and then they walk him through. But there, there is a bit of a time cut here because in that room, I think, is where Lopan was just getting ready. So now he's got ready and then he goes and he has left. So a bit of a cut there. Um, Jack wants to know where everybody is. And um, Egg tells them that they were preparing for Lopan's wedding. Jack just thinks this is a setup, and but Lopan Egg tells him that all Lopan is thinking about is take to take his he's getting ready to take his queen, and he's too busy to care. He just doesn't think they can do anything. They just he does Lopan just doesn't think Egg Chan and his a few group of Jiang Sings, Jack and Wang are, are any concern to him at all, and so they are now. So they're now stuck in this sort of, I don't know, they call it Lopan's office. But Egg doesn't know where to go now. So where, you know, Jack's asking, well, where is he? So they start searching for how to get to Lopan. And then we cut back to the big skull. And now it's Lopan coming down. And, and we have a couple of quick cuts here. But we cut to see Mao Ying. And an old, I think it's a different old man. It might be the same old man that was helping Lopan get dressed but she he's just standing next to her and then cut to gracie law and there's another old man standing next to him but what we're doing at the moment we're we're showing everybody who is at the wedding because now we see lightning james pax who plays lightning looking very cool but he's he's making the lightning come out of his hands and then we cut back to um Bopan still coming down coming down the escalator um now James Hong wasn't very happy about doing this bit because he was worried about his robes getting caught in the, the escalator inside the steps. And he, was, he did ask if the if st- his stunt double could do it, but I don't think there was time where John Cumber said, no, he's, you're okay, you've got to do it. And um, so he wasn't quite happy with... He was also on hills, you know, he was on lifts to make him look taller, obviously. So he wasn't sort of... Not the easiest way to walk, and then he had to go down this escalator. So now we get to um, trying to show that everyone is there. Close up of thunder, and then close up of rain smiling, and then there's another one of the guardian. He's now there, but sort of sitting on the floor, a big tongue coming out and licking its face. And then we also see that the wild man, that big hairy orangutan-looking creature, is there in the background as well. Is there as well? So everyone's 
ready for this day, getting ready for Lopan to get married. Um, so we go cut back to Jack and the gang, and they're still searching the room, and Wang has found something and calls Jack over, and Wang has found sort of a hollow part of the wall. He's sort of tapping on it. Jack says hollow, and he says fuck it and cuts it open. And that was Kurt Russell's line. He came up with that, so just got like hollow, fuck it. So, so they don't really know where Lopan is. They're trying to find. So they've opened a lift. Now Jack thinks it's going to be like a, an elevator, that is like the last one he was in that got filled up with water. He don't tell me it's just an elevator. And then he goes, <laughs> only goes down. So Wang goes and has a look, but there's this time there's just one button. So there's only one place to go, and that's what makes sort of Jack happy. Is like he's got to be there. We've got to go to that one place, and then. And that's where Lopan is. So now Egg shouts, time for the medicine. And we cut to Egg Chan making a cocktail. Now, you've got to go and watch this scene. <laughs> go, put this scene on and watch it. Lopan, think about it. Lopan has a bar. Okay, he has this really cool <laughs> looking bar. Gold glasses, gold uh, you know, cups for drinking. And pause it here and look behind Egg Chan on the wall there are like golden glasses on the, behind him and under that there are different size gold glasses and then some tall like six tall glasses with a gold rim and two ivory tusks that have been carved into something can't see what it's been carved into but either side of the bar and then there's a bowl of fruit with about what looks like three apples and two oranges then a golden ice bucket and some shot glasses as well. And a couple of, they almost look like big snake skulls. I might be wrong there. So Egg has filled the liquid up, filled the glasses up with his smoking liquid, grabs a glass. They all come over, the Chang Sings come over, Jack and Wang. And Egg's ready to drink, so he's like, cheers. And then, but no, Jack doesn't want to drink just yet. Jack wants to know what it does. And Egg tells him, gives you a huge buzz. Egg drinks it and then tells him, you can see things no one else can see. Do things no one else can do. Jack asks, real things as real as Lopan. So, <laughs> very good response here from Jack. Hey, what more can a guy ask for? And that's when Egg tells him about the six demon bag. So he's carrying a bag and he kind of shakes it. And then, terrific, a six demon bag. Sensational. What's in it, Egg? But I think, get kind of confused if he's talking about the bag or he's talking about the drink. So I'm not too clear because he can't, Jack's still more concentrating on the drink. He's like, yeah, whatever, six demon bag. But that's what what's in the drink. And Egg tells him, wind, fire, all that kind of thing. Wayne now makes a toast. And this is what it is. Here's to the army and navy and the battles they have won here's to the american colors the colors that never run jack finishes with may the wings of liberty never lose a feather the cheers they all drink egg burps and then they walk away and get into the elevator they're all really happy now looking at each other feeling pretty good and jack tells them that he doesn't feel scared at all and he, and he feels kind of invincible wang has a really positive attitude Egg and Jack wink at each other. Lots of hand signs going on. 
and then Jack ends it with, is it getting hot in here or is it just me? I love that line. But it's not really a line you can say anymore <laughs> with the whole COVID thing. We don't really want to see, is it hot in here or is it just me? So yeah, that's it. That's where I'm stopping it. So now what I like to do is talk about the commentary between Kurt Russell and John Carpenter that's on the DVD. And over this part, they are they they come to talking about lots of different things, lots about what I talked about in the last episode of making the movie and how like the the ending of this movie, and then they start talking about the thing, which I will do a, a podcast on the thing one day. But they start talking about the end of the thing and how what the, they started talking about how they thought the big trouble in China should end, or how the studio wants it to end, and how they didn't want. Jack and Gracie to kiss and then they start talking about all the different sort of a couple of different endings that was coming up with the thing and I believe the way that John Carpenter says it it was kind of Kurt Russell that came up with that sort of the line of him you know you know what happens at the end of the thing fantastic movie Um, but there was a couple of different things in the script that was going to happen that they were supposed to come back to them and they were both monsters that Charles and McCready were actually both the thing. Um, they people, you know, some people didn't think it was good to just leave it on the, like an open question, but I think that really works. I think it works by not knowing makes you question it and makes you think about about the movie, have something to, to come away with. I mean, they could have had another fight, but there was no way, real way, they were going to get out alive. So it's basically like let's just stay here and die. So. Yes, and then they start talking on the commentary about when this was being filmed, Big Drum Little China, and it was about about Christmas time. So, hope you enjoy this part of the movie, and you join me again. Thank you. If you want to contact me, email me at biggertroublepodcasts at yahoo.com. Biggertroublepodcasts at yahoo.com. It'll be great to hear from you. Also go to patreon.com forward slash bigger trouble or follow the link in the description of this episode or go to Instagram and follow the link in my bio at bigger trouble in little China. There's a lot of stuff on there for free. You don't have to pay. Just join Patreon. And that's not just for this podcast. It's for all the podcasts produced by Bigger Trouble Podcasts. There are so many and more to come. But if you do want to join, you can for just one pound plus fat a month. And that gives you so much behind-the-scenes stuff, extra episodes, early access, photos, videos, and so much more. Please check it out, patreon.com forward slash biggertrouble. If you want to contact me, DM me on Instagram or email me at biggertroublepodcasts at yahoo.com. Biggertroublepodcasts at yahoo.com. It'll be great to hear from you. Please follow, rate, subscribe, and leave five stars on whatever platform you listen on. Like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. It's all in the reflexes.